Welcome to episode number 15 of In the Know with WTO, the podcast all about West Texas opportunities and nonprofits. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and thank you for joining us. On today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different than what you're used to. Uh, It is a recap episode of the last 14 episodes. So over the last 14 weeks, you have heard from 14 of our amazing employees. You've heard about what they do every single day and ultimately how their job aligns with our mission statement. So um, for the next 10 minutes or so, you're going to hear a episode one after another. You'll hear a bell after each episode, and then the next person will come on. Uh, I hope this encourages you to go back and listen to an episode that you may have missed. Uh, They are available on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash WTO, or go to our website, gowto.org, And on the left-hand side, click on In the Know with WTO, the podcast. And when you do that, uh, you'll see a list of all previous episodes. Um, For the next 10, 15 minutes or so, you'll hear one episode after another. And I hope you enjoy it. So let's get started. Well, as far as from our birth to five head starts, in the Office of Head Start, our, our overall uh, vision is meeting children where they are and then bringing about progress through developmentally appropriate practices. Uh, we don't do a lot of testing. We do lots of observations, anecdotal noting of, of where children are. We individualize for our kids. Uh, and here again, making sure that we are meeting their needs as best we can. Another thing that we don't we stress out more over, I guess, or it's a, a we we want to encourage our teachers to do is have a healthy learning environment. All the ABCs, the one, two, threes, those things will come, and that's sort of different with an ISD because they're so driven to tests, and that's their standard, and 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 we realize that, and, we, and this helps them, even though sometimes they don't see it. Right. Um, but making sure that that environment is a healthy learning environment and loving those kids, because a lot of them come to us without a lot of love and a lot without much teaching at home. Right. I, I, I think that's what what was so good about the Head Start program is that that the preparation, you know, it was difficult because we serve three-year-olds. So three-year-olds coming into that program are still, you know, sort of babyish in the sense that, you know, it may be the first time that they've ever come into a school setting. So it was providing that that secure environment to where, you know, that, they would come in, they would, we would greet them in the morning, we were, you know, we worked with them throughout the day so that the next time that they came back that maybe they wouldn't cry as much. And, and eventually some of our toughest ones that cried longer than the others eventually came, you know, came around and realized that, you know, we're here to help you, we're going to work with you, you're going to be in a positive environment, and always remember mom's going to pick you up. Well, basically, it, it, it attempts to lower uh, our clients' energy costs so that, uh, that they can, you know, put their money elsewhere, you know, where, where it's more needed, where it's more important. Um, 
to, to basically, you know, try to help them pay their bills, you know, and, you know, and buy groceries and all that stuff. So basically we're just, we're just trying to help them, uh, make their homes more energy efficient. Well, that would actually fall uh, more in our transportation program because we do, and we used to before, of course, right now we, we can't, but we would transport clients to come to their appointments, you know, to meet with the caseworkers. Uh, a lot of times we help them when they don't have uh, the fundings to go to a doctor's appointment. Uh, we give them a reduced rate, you know, and so that helps them out a lot. Um, and like I said, our transportation, when we, we take them, where they need to be at. Always getting applications from the seven centers that we have. Every application that comes through the program, I sign as well. The staff verify and um, eligibility, checking income, as well as I do. Um, as far as disabilities, we make sure that we have open slots for children with disabilities that are eligible, and then sometimes we're able to take in children that are over the income guidelines with disabilities. That could be a teacher calling and saying, I need some more um, materials in the classroom for a child that can't use regular scissors, so we get scissors that are easier for them to use, or sometimes they might need a stool to help them reach up to the sink better, um, yeah. just different abilities. Um, we also are constantly recruiting children with disabilities, or maybe it's a child that has not been um, diagnosed yet because we're serving young children, so our job is to refer them. So they're talking to me, we're writing up the referral and getting it to the appropriate agencies. Every day I think that there are client stories and ways that our drivers and our program have have made a difference in someone's life. And, and I don't know all those stories personally, but I, there is one story that comes to my mind from about 10 or 15 years ago when uh, Janet Everhart and I were in Fort Stockton visiting with County Judge Schuster. And he said, the building that you share with us, our old clinic, our old medical clinic, is probably about to be condemned because um, it needs so much work on it. And I just wanted to let you all know that you probably need to find another space. Well, Janet knew from experience it is sometimes hard to find space. Yes. Especially when you have vehicles you need to, to park in a safe place, and you, and then you have staff that needs an office. And so right there without even going home and thinking about it, she said, can we have the building? There is this one little kid that used to come in all the time with his grandma, and, and, that might, and it's not so much of a – I guess it has to do with what – how you can impact a person's life and, you know, it could be good or bad. And that's something that I, I try to teach my kids to always want to do good to others because in the end you want them to remember you in the way who you were and what you might have done for them in their time of need. And there's this one grandchild that came in with her, his grandmother all the time. And she told me after he's, he had grown up a few, few years that she remembers that he would always, 
be at home pretending to be on the phone that he was talking to me and that uh, he would always answer the phone playing to him by himself saying, this is West Texas Opportunities, how may I help you? So (laughs) I'm thinking, well, I didn't, I wasn't, I mean, I'm glad that he remembers me that way. And uh, and at the end of the day, I mean, if it's, even if it's something so small, but it means something so much to someone, you know, that I feel like, well, I mean, I, I guess I was an impact to someone's life. Yeah, it, it's pretty easy, and you just sort of point it at the eyes, and how we prep the kids is you're fixing to take an eye selfie. And, you know, kids know selfies like nobody's business right now. They get, you know, they pose yes. and all that, but um, it has a little happy face on there, and you just tell them to look at the nose, and it takes all of, you know, maybe five seconds. It's that them. quick? Yeah, I mean, it literally takes five seconds. Now, you know, there's some that have dark eyes, and it may take a little bit longer, but for the most part, it can get it within seconds. Wow. And then it'll print a screen report up for you to be able to hand to the parent or put in the child file or um, if we need to refer out. If there's something with a vision, we can use that document to show um, what we've seen. So one of the stories that I can think of is uh, we have worked closely with uh, the Head Start program. We did have a mother who rode uh, tracks. uh, tracks. We had an opening in our schedule, so um, our dispatcher set up her transportation every day, Monday through Friday, um, to pick up the the mother and her children and transport them to uh, the local Head Start uh, here in La Mesa. Uh, We did that for... I don't who uh, for about six months um, until that child transitioned into public school. Um, but that's something that we work with with uh, with Head Start. Um, anytime, like I said, anytime that there's a need for the community, we try our best to have drivers available and a, an open schedule availability for, you know, to help, you know, other programs. Um, also, um, I, which I you know, I ramble, but uh, picking up that mother and the child in the morning and dropping them off at, at Head Start, and then we would transport the mother back home, and then the same thing in the afternoon. So like I said, we did that transportation for, I want to say roughly about six months. One time when we had a parent staff planning day, one of the parents had made a comment that they had gone to the grocery store and the child said, I want one of those. And the mom said, you don't even know what that kiwi fruit is. And that little girl's like, yes, I have it at school all the time. And she was real surprised that her child even had had, had even tasted kiwi fruit. So I think going back to the variety of food items and the children are being introduced to different food items and they go back home and take it to their parents saying, I want this, I want that. So the family, all the families being introduced to that Kiwi. It's definitely, it's more than daycare or school. We encompass the entire family um, with family services. We, the kiddos, we make sure they have dental exams, physicals. Um, If there's follow-up needed there, we have case managers that, ensure that they get appointments set up, get to those appointments, things like that. Um, so it's and we do parent meetings with all kinds of topics from budgeting to, um, you know, child care, health, nutrition, things like that, to really help 
young parents, especially um, with our early head start, we have a lot of teen moms. And so we do a lot of uh, parenting, parenting things with them. I feel like um, we help the families get um, to be informed of all our resources in the MISA as far as making sure that um, they get appointments done for the kids and make sure they're healthy and their and their and their well-being and and starting with the children I think that that's where their improvement of quality of life is because if their children are happy the parents are going to be happy thank you for joining us today we really appreciate it if you'd like to go back and listen to the full episode of any of those clips that you heard just go to our website at gowto.org and on the left-hand side, click on In the Know with WTO the podcast or go to anchor.fm forward slash WTO and listen to the episode directly from there. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please send us an email at podcast at gowto.org or go to anchor.fm forward slash WTO from a smartphone and you can record a message for us and we'll play it on a future episode. And next time, on next on the next episode, we're going to speak with the daughter of one of our clients. She's going to talk about how she helped her elderly mom apply for services and what the process looked like and how it impacted her mom's life. So hope everybody has a great day. Until next time, we'll see everybody later. Goodbye.